Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast, where we're talking about the top considerations to get hybrid done right. You know, hybrid work has kind of been our theme this month in our podcasts, and specifically talking about how employers want everyone back in the office, at least some of the time. They're paying for that space, so they want to see it used. And at the same time, we're all real happy with remote work uh, at least a couple of days a week, and people feel that they've been productive. So for example, let's say somebody has a child out sick or I have an appointment in the middle of the day, I don't have to take the full day off to take care of that. I do what I need to do and then I can get right back to work and keep my projects moving. So for many of us, we're on this hybrid schedule, but there are different flavors of hybrid that we're experiencing and some of them are more prescriptive than others. Uh, we'll chat about one of the most common forms and more importantly, as we said, how to get hybrid done right so everyone is happy. And to help me, I have two guests joining me today in the collaboration space for this discussion. First, I'd like to welcome for the first time, Rob Swan from NEAT. Hello, Rob. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Hey, I'm Derek. good. I'm good. Good. Can you share with our audience a little bit about what you do for NEAT? Yes. Um, so I'm the channel marketing manager for the Americas for NEAT. Um, been here a couple of years. Uh, NEAT is a fairly new company. It's only four years old, but it's... Um, pretty well established now uh, among you know the uh, the video device players uh, for both Microsoft Teams and Zoom so yeah i think a here. lot of a lot of people thank you i've heard uh, a lot of people have uh, been using a lot of neat devices right true, and true. Uh, also joining me uh, please welcome back Derek Kelly a returning guest Derek it's always nice to see you Nancy it's always nice to to be here and to have a conversation with you Wonderful. And for our audience who hasn't met you yet, can you talk a little bit about what you do at AVISPL? I am, yes, I am the uh, Vice President of Solutions Enablement, which covers a whole host of things, but generally is uh, focused on uh, new opportunities for AVISPL, especially around the UCC space uh, with great partners like uh, Rob and Neat, uh, uh, you know, around what we can do and deploy on multiple different platforms for UCC. Wonderful. Thank you. So Rob, I'd, I'd like to ask you to kick off our discussion. You know, the common choice I mentioned is organized hybrid, which which kind of uh, came from you and what you do at NEAT. Uh, would you share with us what that is and what its benefits are for both the company and the employee? Sure. So um, it, it might be good to actually kind of delineate between some terms first, because you know, like sure. when you're reading about uh, hybrid work, work from home, remote work, a lot of those terms kind of tend to be used interchangeably, especially by the media. But, um, you know, so work from home, that one's pretty clear, right? You're working from home. Uh, remote work really could be working from home, but it could be working from a coffee shop or on the road in a hotel, that kind of thing. And then hybrid really is a blending of remote work and in-office work. Um, so when we talk about hybrid, you know, th there's organized hybrid and there's hybrid. And so I do like to kind of differentiate between that and, um, so I'm I'm pulling mostly from data from researchers like Nick Bloom at uh, WorkFromHomeResearch.com, um, you know Harvard Business Review, those type of organizations, McKinsey, uh, these type of statistics. But what they say is organized hybrid um, is so a lot of companies will say, okay, our hybrid policy is you know we're going to have two days a week people are going to be in the office, or three days a week they're going to be in the office, two days they're going to be at home. So that's hybrid. Organized hybrid would be like everyone's in on Wednesdays, everyone's in on Thursdays, you know, Tuesday might be a flex day, Monday and Friday, everyone's home. That's very organized and prescriptive. Um, the reason that that 
is actually kind of preferable is because it, it helps people in both settings be at their most productive. So when everyone's in the office together, the office works better together. You have those kind of collisions, those serendipitous collisions that we all sort of want to happen again, that, that sort of used to happen. And we've got people coming in, you know, cause they have choice, you know, come in two days a week, but you choose the days. Well, you know, Nancy might be in on Tuesday and Thursday, Derek might be in on Monday and Wednesday, they don't see each other at all, right? So you want to make sure that those activities like mentoring, training, um, you know, lunches together, you know, those type of things happen uh, in a group setting together. Yeah, there's nothing worse than coming into the office and being the only one here and then sitting at my laptop on meetings, just like I am at home. So it's kind of like, then what was the point of coming in? Right? Exactly. And it makes you not want to come in the next time because you think, well, I'm just going to be on Zoom or Teams all right. day anyway. Right. right. So, and, um, yeah. And I do like Zoom and Teams. You know, it's certainly helpful. We have a distributed team. But here in Tampa, I kind of experienced what you've been talking about with organized hybrid. I have a couple of flexible days. I'm in the office a few days a week. And then my whole team comes in on Wednesdays. So we have uh -huh. that. We uh -huh. all know we're going to have that in-person experience together. So, Derek, is this kind of like what you've been hearing from AVISPL customers that this kind of either hybrid or organized hybrid is uh, schedule is prevalent? Uh, starting to. So, you know, like many companies, you know, and many of our customers are the same way. They, you know, came back from pandemic type scenarios and try to figure out what they had, what they could do, what their employees wanted, you know, from surveys to asking and, and all that other stuff. Um, and, and, you know, tried to put together a plan for what things were going to look going to look like. And so what we've seen, you know, from a, a lot of them is they've they have established themselves as more of this organized hybrid type scenario because, um they actually feel like then there's more productivity. There's more, more connectivity between folks that coming into the spaces. It's not so random. It's not so hope you get to see somebody type scenario. You know the types of work you're going to be doing and your schedule becomes more um, uh, more specific. You know, um, was just at Zoomtopia this week. And that was one of the things that they highlighted in terms of some of their plans for bringing everybody back. You know, you know, they're one of the platforms that everybody looked to to, to deal with hybrid mm -hmm. and and everything else like that uh and there's that you know their response was if you're just coming into the office to sit at your desk and be on a zoom call all day don't come to the office that's not a productive use of your time that's not a productive mm -hmm. use of the company's spaces and everything else like that and really focusing on how you set up a schedule and work together as a group uh to have your most you know, productive in-person scenarios be scheduled, be organized, be ready to go, be understood with what's coming versus having it be ad hoc or, uh, you know, just a byproduct of, oh, you just happen to be here type scenario, mm -hmm. uh, but have totally. it be a little bit more prescript. Yeah. You got it. And, yeah, you know, makes... can I add one more thing Nancy, to, to that? Because uh, I love what you said, Derek, and it's so true. And I think the more the companies sort of lean into this, the better, because what happens is, I mean, most companies now, Monday and Friday are almost off the chart for in office. Like most people are home Mondays and Fridays. Those days then sort of naturally become the days for like deep work, quiet work, doing research, doing emails, doing reports, those type of things that you actually are more productive at home. Um, it was actually McKinsey that, that did a report that showed that when people work from home to do those type of quiet work, the productivity goes up three to 4% um, each minute. So, um, yeah, just like you said, the days become more organized when you're when you have organized hybrid. All those team things happen in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe, and all your quiet stuff happens Monday, Friday, and you're more productive mm -hmm. in both environments. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
Um, I'm going to be a little bit of the odd odd person out because I like coming in on the office on Fridays because a few other people are in and it's also a very light traffic day here in Tampa. I, I travel from sure. the other side of the bay and uh, <laughs> I don't mind a light traffic day on Fridays. So and everybody's happy because it's Friday. So that's, you, uh, you know, I'm a little bit different there. But um, Derek, a little while ago, mentioned productivity. So, Rob, I want to take it back to you with the research you've been doing. You know, people who've been working from home saying, I'm totally productive at home. I don't need to come to the office. What have you been finding? Is is that still true? It is still true. So um, it's funny when you see a lot of headlines on LinkedIn and other, you know, uh, Fortune, and, and you talk about these CEOs saying, like, we're just not as productive it's it's never actually data-based. It's always sort of a hunch. You know, they just kind of have a feeling. Um, the data actually does show that people who work sort of in an organized hybrid way um, are about 3 to 5% more productive than like 100% in office folks. Um, to, now, the other side, if you're 100% remote, you're about 10% less productive than those 100% in office folks. So really... Um, and it's kind of like what we were just talking about, which is that when you do hybrid rights and you're making sure that your in-office days are productive the way Derek, you know, outlined, which is that you're you're doing creative work and you're working with your team and you're having meetings and you're, you know, mentoring, especially it's, it's better in person. Um, that is more productive that way. And then your home time is more productive, productive as well. And the other thing is when you work from home, on average, the data shows that you actually, most people have about an hour commute total, 30 minutes each way. And um, there's also, uh, they also did a study that showed that people save about 10 minutes on get ready time when they work from home. So like me, I throw on a hat half the time, right? So um, yeah, so I mean, that that time, that, that's 70 minutes saved. The company actually gets 30 minutes of that time on what was what the data shows. So on the days you work from home, you work 30 minutes more per day. So if you work two days a week from home, you know, compared to a 40 hour work week, that's already a 2.5% uptick in productivity just from the time worked. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Was the other question? Yes, we are productive. The question was, are we productive? And I think yeah. you've proved that we definitely are. Oh, yeah. Put some yeah. research and stats behind that. So I appreciate that. So, to be productive, Derek, we certainly need the technology to do that in our hybrid workplace. Um, can we talk a little bit about some of the ways AVISPL helps people, you know, choose the right technology and kind of what do we do to make sure that that's going to be a good experience before we roll out, you know, say new technology standards? Yeah. Um, so, you know, the 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 everything's changed in, in the sense of this you have to look at a holistic solution so now it's not just hey we need some conferencing spaces can you provide us technology that fits inside of that space or we need some digital signage or maybe a kiosk type scenario uh now it's looking at kind of the holistic space and what that's going to look like what that that, that experience is going to be like the experience of being in your office space, the experience of working throughout your organization and everything else like that, and how you can support through that entire process. Um, so AVSPL has a number of services that we do, um, you know, some of which are just consulting services. Hey, we're just going to spend some time with you and figure out what your world is going to look like and how we can support that and how we can bring in our technology partners to really support that scenario. Um, that could lead into virtual reality design services. So virtual reality design services of actually walking you through what your space looks like and you know, with virtual reality goggles uh, to be able to see, hey, if we put this device here inside of your space, what is that experience actually going to be like? 
did you select the right display size or are, you know, our suggestions on display size, uh, not just for, you know, we're asking you to do a bigger one so we make more money. It's actually what is needed for the space itself and how it will actually support the space and everything else like that. To things like, uh, you know, if you're going to utilize, you know, like a neat frame, what does that look like inside of the space in, instead of having just a, a, you know, a traditional display setup? How does that function for your, your work environment and everything else like that? So then also going back to the neat frame of, being able to utilize that in a home environment or being able to utilize that in a, um, you know, hoteling, hot desking environment. What does that look like with the different platforms and everything else like that? So, you know, ADISPL as a whole can offer a number of different services to really build what that world is going to look like, what that experience will be. And then afterwards, we can bring in the technology that supports that, you know, so it's not just about hey, we have these products, we'll try to fit these products into you and you know we're just gonna sell you something. It's really the, the holistic approach of consulting and virtual reality design and, and kind of working just through what, what are your options, understanding what platforms are you connecting to because nobody connects to just one. No matter how much all of those manufacturers will tell you that they do, nobody connects to just one. You have suppliers that might be on a certain thing. You have investors that might be on a different one or anything else like that. Um, and so that process of figuring out how are the products themselves going to support that? How is the technology and software that's uh, attached to this technology going to actually support that level of work? And then what, what experience are the end users that are going to be working with this daily actually going to have uh, in utilizing this technology, both hardware, software, and how they connect together? Yeah. And uh, I like how you mentioned different platforms. I am equal opportunity, depending on who I'm talking to. I use four different meeting platforms throughout the week, and I'm sure a lot of other people sure. do too. There yeah. isn't one size fits all. And uh, I appreciate you bringing up the neat frame because that's going to be a great segue for me to go back to Rob and talk a little bit more about technology. Rob, you mentioned that Neat is a fairly young company yet. Uh -huh offering a lot of different solutions already for different types of workspaces That's to true. make hybrid, to help us do hybrid right. Can you talk a little bit more about those options? Yes, yes. So um, Derek mentioned the, the neat frame. So um, so I'll probably talk about our, our experiences first. We call our features experiences. We, we introduced something called neat symmetry. And um, the reason this kind of helps um, support hybrid work is because during the pandemic, we all kind of got used to seeing everyone in their individual squares. And it was kind of nice, actually, right? I mean, you saw people up close. Like right now, I can see both of your facial expressions. If Derek does something with his hands, I could see his hand gestures. You know, so much communication is nonverbal. Um, and when you're at home and you're seeing one view of a conference room and, you know, it's kind of like five or six people, you know, lollipop heads, you know, at a table, around a table, you sort of miss that um, that close visual of someone using their hands or the facial, even nodding or smiling. So you miss a lot of things when you're on the far end and not in the meeting room. So we introduced neat symmetry as a way to sort of bring those those folks at home into the meeting room closer. What it does is it individually um, auto frames on everybody in the room and it gives them their own square. So. Um, so and, and basically, so let's say we're all in a room and Derek gets up to a whiteboard, starts writing. The camera that follows him is actually the AI is going to follow him as he moves. So he can move throughout the room. You can talk in an organic way. You don't have to speak up 
and we've got um, great technology for the microphones. You can turn. It's not about facial recognition. So it's great for teachers. You don't have to like make sure you're looking straight at the camera so that the camera follows you. You can actually turn around and write on your whiteboard and it's going to continue to sort of follow you around. And it just sort of brings that that really equitable experience to the to the people who are at home and not in the room. Yeah, we have a little easy today because we're in three different locations. So we are all remote. So we see each other, you know, very clearly on the screen. But it's different in a meeting room. Like you said, you know, if I were in a meeting room right now talking to, to both of you, you might see me at the far end in a lovely view of a long table. And it sounds like your exactly. solutions that you have from me kind of avoid that situation, what I call the bowling alley effect. It does. And it, like I said, with, with it, it, you don't really notice it, but when you have to speak louder, to have someone hear you, it changes the whole tone. So if Derek were to suggest something and I said, oh, that sounds great. And then you couldn't hear me. What'd you say? Oh, that sounds great. It just sounds like aggressive suddenly when really you meant to be, for it to be a positive thing. So, you know, having the terrific audio and video is really important. And then also we have something called Neat Boundary, which, you know, a lot of uh, organizations have you know, the meeting rooms are in, in glass encased walls kind of thing. So it could be very distracting, you know, to, to actually see people walking around the outside edges to hear people maybe outside of the conference room. So you can actually set digital boundaries for um, the video and audio to capture the folks in the room and nothing outside of that boundary. So again, that's sort of helping that person at, at home um, hear what they're supposed to hear and not hear distracting noises outside. Um, there's great noise cancellation technology built in. So if I were to, you know, be typing on my computer or crumbling a piece of paper or someone's eating chips, you won't hear those things. Like the AI is trained only to um, project the digital, the voice, actually, the human voice. Makes sense. Thank you. So what I'm hearing and, you know, jump in if, if you disagree, I think what we're talking about is an end to end solution to get hybrid work done right. We need the planning, right? We need to talk to the customer, talk to the end users. What do you need? What do you expect your experience to be like? We need to test that experience and then we need to choose the neat technology we want to put in our spaces and then install it. But then again, also, I need to keep it up and running. And Derek, I think that's something that uh, together, AVISPL and NEAT work together on as well with our services. Oh, for sure. Um, and, and that's kind of where, you know, we can bring in the, the appropriate folks. We can work together, you know, as a collective group on how to, you know, ensure the long-term maintenance of uh, the devices once they're in place. Because once people get using the equipment and using the technology in the spaces, feel the, um, you know, feel that the experience is exactly what they're looking for, then you don't want to have it all of a sudden stop working or issues, you know, arise or anything else like that, that make it difficult for them to actually utilize it in the way that was, was designed and, and that they enjoyed. Um, and so our service is mixed with, uh, you know, our close collaboration with me as a, as a company um, allows for us to have that, you know, long-term uh, maintenance and service, uh, you know, support type scenario to be able to provide them the best uh, experience from the day they get it to a year, two years later, et cetera, um, you know, for how it's going to work inside of their space. Yeah, perfect. Well, Derek, I think that's all great information. Thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And Rob, uh, thanks for joining us for the first time. It was a great conversation. I hope to have you back. I enjoyed it. I'd love to come back. Perfect. Good to see you both. You too. 
great. And for all of our listeners out there, I thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Collaboration Space. Be sure to follow us on YouTube to catch all the video episodes of our podcast. And if you prefer an audio version, if you're hybrid commuting like me and you're listening to podcasts on your way to work, just search for The Collaboration Space on your favorite podcast app. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. For more information, visit abispl.com slash meet.